In this episode of Locked On Capitals, I talk with Armando from Locked On Panthers, and we preview the series, the Florida Panthers versus the Washington Capitals. Yes, the President Trophy winning Florida Panthers take on the Washington Capitals in the first round of the playoffs. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Lockdown Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form on YouTube. So head on over and subscribe there. In this episode, I talk with Armando from Locked On Panthers, and we preview the upcoming series against the Capitals versus the Panthers. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, like any good team, the Florida Panthers do have their weaknesses, and it's going to be up to the Washington Capitals to exploit those weaknesses. We will talk about that, and then we will talk about what the Washington Capitals have to do to move on to the second round. Because on paper, it looks like that Florida Panthers team is a lot better. I mean, they won the President's Trophy. They are statistically a lot better. But this is a Washington Capitals team that has a pedigree of winning. They won the Stanley Cup in 2018 and uh, most all the time make it to the playoffs. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Armando from Locked On Panthers. And welcome into this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Washington Capitals podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and Locked On Washington Capitals podcast your first listen of the day. For everyone on the Capitals feed, let me introduce myself. My name is Armando Velez. I'm from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And very thankful to be doing this postseason edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast with the host of Locked On Washington Capitals, Dan Holmey. Dan, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's going to be an interesting series, that's for sure, playing the President's Trophy winner. So it'll be a great series for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, this Florida Panthers team winning the the their game against the Ottawa Senators on, on Thursday night went into Saturday, um, Friday night's uh, game a little bit more at ease with uh, Colorado uh, losing to Nashville in a shootout. Got to record that live uh, and get a reaction out of it. So that 10-2 loss against the Montreal Canadiens, uh, not really something that really matters on the schedule, but hey. A lot of, now, lot of backups, what I hear in that game, though. It wasn't your starters in the game, so it doesn't really, it's not an accurate reflection. Absolutely. The whole week in itself wasn't from the Tampa Bay game all the way to the last one, but we got a game. We got a game to talk about. We got a series to talk about for the Florida Panthers um, and the Washington Capitals. But I'm going to start with a, a few uh, questions based on the 
Washington, Washington Capitals side of things is um, the last week um, for Alexander Ovechkin, he's been out um, with a, with an injury, looked like a shoulder injury after crashing into the end boards. Um, there were reports saying about if this was a, a regular season, a postseason game last week that he would have been playing, but it looked like that he was suiting up for practice today, right before heading down to uh, Sunrise, Florida. Um, how confident are you in that Alex- Alexander Ovechkin is uh, to at least 75% health because 75% of Ovechkin is better than no Ovechkin at all? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be fine in the presser today. He was asked if he could have played these last three games, and he said yes. And, uh, you know, like the saying goes, the Russian machine never breaks. That's a website in the D.C. area, and that was named after Alex Ovechkin. He's played through a ton of injuries, separated shoulders, all kinds of things. So I think he was good to go. It was just uh, a precautionary measure, but I think that he will be back playing in game one. I guess we won't know. He said maybe, but I think that that's probably what he was told to tell people. But I would expect to see him in game number one. Yeah, um, something that I would was expecting as well um, for for Ovi to be um, to be uh, suiting up for game one. Um, Panthers have a similar situation, but we'll get that to that in the neck uh, in segment number two. But um, a, a problem that uh, not I wouldn't say a problem, but a topic of conversation for the Washington Capitals has been scoring outside of that top line. Um, how confident are you in the middle six of the Washington Capitals to get the scoring going? Because um, I, I see that the, with the goal uh, dis, um, distribution, uh, it's OV with 50 and everyone, and nobody else even has half of that. So what is your confidence level that, um, that the middle six and below um, can get, can uh, bring that scoring that Ovechkin always brings. I mean, I think that they will. The top three is Ovechkin, Kuznetsov and Wilson. Um, And I think they're starting to see some of that depth scoring. Lars Eller has been on the score sheet as of late, but that is a good point. They do need to get scoring from the the middle of the lineup there. Uh, But this team has a different gear, much like a lot of other teams do. Once it hits to the playoffs, expect the physical game to get ratcheted up big time. I would expect to see a physical series against Florida. You can expect a lot of big open ice hits and that kind of thing from Tom Wilson and Alex Alex Ovechkin, perhaps even Anthony Mantha, who's not a physical player intrinsically, but I expect him to bring his uh, big body to the table too and start throwing people around as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, um, for the... the Florida Panthers um, and uh, and the Washington Capitals. Um, this has uh, for uh, um, Tom Wilson and everything. I have a question about him. How has he been able to? Um, how has he been able to um, behave as far as like not committing any of these uh, egregious penalties? Because uh, I high key wanted to see Capitals Rangers in the first round, but. Right. We didn't get that. Um, how confident are you that uh, how confident are you that Tom Wilson's able to keep an even keel and not um, not uh, commit something uh, dumb in the in the playoffs? 
Well, I mean, he has shown a lot of maturity this year, and I think that he has a great mentor in the form of Alex Ovechkin. Um, I've often said that I think that Tom Wilson will be the future captain of the team once uh, Ovechkin hangs up the skates. But I think that this year really kind of solidifies his role as a legitimate goal scorer. I know that around the league, he's kind of seen as a goon, just a tough guy. But if you ask any of the other 31 teams in the league, they would say they'd love to have Tom Wilson on their team. He brings that physical presence, plus he's got a great uh, goal-scoring touch and great leadership qualities. Uh, he's not that old of a man, but he still um, he possesses a lot of those qualities that a seasoned veteran of you know, 10, 15 years in the league has. So um, I think that you know, his tendencies are to get drawn into fights, but I think that you know, if you look at Alex Ovechkin's career earlier, he dropped the gloves a lot, and his last major fight was against uh, Shvechnikov in 2019. So he's reeled it in, and I think that uh, Alex Ovechkin has noticed that, as, or excuse me, Tom Wilson has noticed that as well that uh, you don't have to take on these fourth-line uh, scallywags out there, you know, these guys that are pretty much AHL players. And now he's just a legitimate goal scorer, and I think that in time, uh, everyone in the league will see that he's not just the tough guy. He's also got a great goal-scoring touch. Yeah, for um, for uh, for Tom Wilson, I'm hoping to see uh, the – of course, hockey is a physical sport, but of course, uh, with uh, physicality, we want we want to see that it's uh, to the point that it's not playing uh, past the whistles and all that. And final question that I have for you, Dan, is that um, the goalie situation in um, Washington is that the whole Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek situation um, with that is um it's been back and forth of of course uh, Vanacek was acclaimed by the Seattle Kraken the expansion draft uh uh went back um but with with that um who do you think is the starter for game one I think that it's going to end up being Sam Sonoff and uh you know it's kind of a coin flip every game who's going to be the number one starter in this is what uh, Peter Laviolette didn't want to have happen. He said that when it's game one, he wanted to have his number one starter in mind. Well, with inconsistent play, that has not uh, made it any easier on uh, him. Uh, Between the two of them, Ilya Samsonov is the better athlete. Um, He, you know, he is more athletic out there, but his tendency is also to allow those soft goals. He can make, you know, uh, the greatest save in the world and then allow the soft, most soft goal out there as well. Uh, Conversely, Vitek Vanacek, um, who was a goalie that kind of got thrust into the position that he was at because originally it was supposed to be Henrik Lundqvist and it was supposed to be Ilya Samsonov. And then, as we all know, Henrik Lundqvist had that heart condition and he was out of the equation. So enter Vitek Vanacek, which many people say should be a starter in AHL Hershey, not a starter uh, in the NHL. But he, I would say he has a better skill set. He's not the athlete that Ilya Samsonov is, so that's his negative. But his plus is I think that he sees the puck better, and you're not going to see as many soft goals. Uh, the Washington Capitals today did uh, have uh, Zach Fukali from AHL Hershey called up, and that's one of the things that I wanted to see happen all year. Uh, he played great with Hershey this season. He had three shutouts, and in his brief stint with the Capitals, he played pretty good overall. He had one uh, rough game. So I think that if you see any uh, faltering between Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, I think you will see Zach Fukali get in there because this is where the rubber meets the road right now. If you lose, you're done, and you are dealing with a team. You're dealing with the Florida Panthers team 
that is loaded with scoring from the floor to the rafters. So um, you don't really have time to get down, you know, one, two, three games in a series. You got to, you just got to attack this Panthers team. Um, otherwise, you're going to be trying to overcome a hurdle. But like you said, the goaltending is going to be one of the Achilles heels of the Washington Capitals. Uh, I hope one of those goalies can catch fire and uh, kind of uh, propel this team over the top. They did it in 2018 when they were kind of improbable candidates. You know, they were playing Columbus. They were playing uh, Tampa. And everyone thought that they wouldn't do it. And then they ended up beating the Golden Knights. And uh, But that's that's what it's about. They need to solidify that goaltending, and I hope they can do it uh, in this series. Otherwise, they'll be setting up tea time, not the next round of hockey. <laughs> for sure. I like that golf reference uh, there for uh, for you. But um, we're going to continue on to the next segment um, where uh, Dan will be talking to me about Florida Panthers-related stuff. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, leagues, reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, to start the second segment here, thank you for making Locked On Capitals and Locked On Panthers your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome into the second segment of this crossover episode. I have Armando Velez from Locked On Panthers. I'm Dan Holmey from Locked On Capitals. You can find me on Twitter, it's at DanCaps218. You can find Armando on Twitter. It's at MondoMan12. And uh, the Capitals are up for a big challenge here. I mean, make no mistake about it. This Panthers team, uh, it kind of caught everyone by surprise. They caught me by surprise anyway. I know that some of the insiders saw it coming, but the Panthers, their first ever President's Trophy. They get home ice through the playoffs. The, the Florida Panthers have played an entire 82-game regular season without getting a shutout the best regular season in Florida history, and the best regular season by any team in the NHL. What do you attribute this uh, Florida Panthers team success to? I mean, they kind of came out of nowhere. And, you know, to be honest with you, they've had some really kind of down seasons over the years. They're not this dynasty team like the Rangers or the Penguins. What do you attribute their success to this year? I attribute their success to um, their depth, especially in the middle six. Um, I mean... Anton Lindell centering the third line who had averaged a point per game uh, in uh, in Liga. Um, they traded for Sam Reinhart um, this past offseason, who uh, could be playing top six minutes, but is on the third line. Mason Marchment, who was uh, part of that trade for Dennis Mulgan, which was part of the previous regime. And they're getting that depth scoring that's helping them out. Of course, acquiring players like Sam Bennett last year, signing players like Anthony Duclair, um, Carter Verhage, who wasn't qualified an offer for from Tampa Bay. Um so it's been really about the depth and then bringing, bringing that in. And then it's helping on the other end as well that they're playing a lot better in front of Sergei Bobrovsky. Yeah, so, I mean, just looking at that, playing 82 games without getting shut out, that's most impressive. That speaks volumes, I guess, of the goal-scoring touch there. So the Panthers picked up Claude Giroux uh, at the trade deadline there. He has, or around the trade deadline, has three goals, 20 assists, and a plus-minus of a plus-seven in 18 games for the Panthers in his career. Tell me about Claude Giroux and what impact has he made on that Panthers team? Uh, the impact that he's made on the team is that when he's together with Alexander Barkov, that um, 
that he if they're on the ice and there's a face off on one side because one shoots left and one shoots right they can take the face off on the other end so that's the cool part about that with uh Giroux and Barkov and they sometimes they're not even playing on the second line um on the same line together excuse me sometimes Barkov is on the first and Giroux is on the second along with Bennett and uh, Huberto so they can interchange them there and out too and late game situations it happens especially since they clinch the president's trophy and they have home ice advantage they'll have more of that last change more often when it comes to the face-off so they'll be able to put in their matchups uh better so uh drew is making uh, a lot of impact even when he's not scoring he's creating shots that's creating rebounds and and then the florida panthers are uh are um finishing it off too so that's the awesome part about claude drew yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats for your team. Four players scoring 30-plus goals. You have Huberdeau at 30, Barkov 39, Reinhardt 33, and Duclair 31. I mean, like I say, that team, you know, for Washington fans is stacked. So, I mean, the defense and the net mining is going to have their hands full. So, I mean, that that is most impressive um, on that team. And it's going to be interesting to see um, how the Capitals stand up to them. So, being that you brought up net mining here, uh, they were talking about uh, assets, about Bobrovsky, excuse me. He tracks the puck very well when he is on top of his game, has good quickness and athleticism for the goaltending position, does not let a lot bother him on the ice, his flaws. He needs to continue to work on his confidence, which tends to waver from time to time. Also, he does not always communicate well through his defensemen. So that is, a, you know, a similar issue. Uh, with the Panthers, I, I guess to an extent is the same as the Capitals is that I know that they have some good net minding there, but it seems like when it comes to these big uh, games that Pavrosky struggles a bit, how do you think that your net minding will stand up? Because I know that, um, you know, just reading on here, the Florida Panthers goaltender Spencer Knight, who went 6-1-0 and with a 2.16 goals against average and a .925 save percentage and one shutout in seven appearance has been named the NHL's Rookie of the Month. So if Bob fails, I guess they will just go to Spencer Knight. Is that the school of thought there? Yeah, um, they they will they will they will go to they will go to Spencer Knight if he does struggle. But um, I'm not anticipating uh, Bob to struggle um, in the. It, 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 well, I'm I'm hoping that he doesn't struggle. That's the that's the thing is that. I hope that the Florida Panthers can outscore their issues that um, that they don't even have to worry about that with with the with the goaltending on the other side. So if, if the if the Florida Panthers are able to um, create the better defense around Bobrovsky, which they have all season, then Bobrovsky will have a great po um, great postseason. His numbers even this year are similar to what they were um, in his last year in Columbus. So there there's that. So. That, that's the good thing about um about Sergey Bobrovsky and what and what he's been doing this season. So I'm very confident that Sergey Bobrovsky will have a better uh, bounce back. And um Spencer Knight was just named a uh, rookie of the month. So um th this month. So they're confident in no matter who's going out there. And you know, that's a great position to be in. A lot of teams are enviable of having, you know, kind of a one one A situation. A lot of teams it's a number one and then a number two. And usually that's a pretty big difference between the one and two. So it seems like Florida has kind of one of those one and one A situations there. Is the Panthers offense enough to win the series? Defense has been an issue. I know that they got Ekblad back, or it seems like he's going to. How do they come combat the goal scoring leaders of Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Wilson? You know, with Washington bringing a physical game, how do the Panthers plan to deal with Wilson and Hathaway? So kind of a two-part question there. 
how is offense going to be enough being that, you know, there has been some issues with the Panthers defense. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? If you stay out of the box, then it's all good because this is one of the best uh, even strength teams in all the NHL. So um, that, that is what, um, that is what um, I'm anticipating. If they, if they're not in the box often, then um, we won't see that one timer that Alexander Ovechkin has been doing his whole career. So, with with that, um, the Florida Panthers are hopefully able to uh, um, help out Sergei Bobrovsky and, of course, limit Alexander Ovechkin because um, you can only hope to contain Alexander Ovechkin as well. So, you know, as we talk about uh, earlier in this podcast, we were talking about Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway, both guys who aren't afraid to drop the gloves and Hathaway is not afraid of chirping play- players who on the Florida Panthers is going to combat that? Who is going to stand up to Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway, two big, really kind of dominant uh, scores and but dominant physical players? Who who on the Panthers is going to stack up against them? I think quite, I can think of quite a few. I can think of Sam Bennett, Mason Marchment, Ryan Lomberg, Radko Gudis. Those are the four that I that I think of on the top of my head. Uh, yeah, I remember Gudis playing. He played for the Capitals briefly there, so he's mm-hmm. he's a bit of a snarly guy out there. So, and then sure. it's funny. It's funny you bring up uh, Gudis. Gudis on facing the Caps Ovechkin. I'm sure there is much to keeping him in check. He shoots at everything. We can't give him any respect. We have to play him as hard as anyone else. And I think that kind of comes from Gudis kind of playing with Ovechkin and just being in the league for such a long time um, that uh, that he kind of has that respect for him. I alluded to talking about there that uh, Ekblad's coming back. What will his in, uh, impact have on it? I know that, uh, like I said, the defense has been a little bit so-so uh, at uh, parts of the season for the Panthers. What will he bring to the defense? There's no confirmation on he'll, whether he'll return to game one as of right now, but he was skating at practice um, on Sunday. So good. there's good signs of it, but he's definitely um, pers- a person who brings it in on the power play. Um, especially since the Florida Panthers have really um, gone to um, five units and everything, so that is um, that is where um, the Aaron Eckblad helps in that sense. So, so that that th- having him back is definitely helping. Of course, being the top pairing on the defense, so paired with his buddy Mackenzie Weger, and then Ben Sherratt having to go down a little bit um, and maybe play with Forsling, or maybe it's going to be Montour Forsling, or maybe it's going to be Sherratt uh, Gudis as well. So that is better solidified now that with Aaron Ekblad back. Yeah, I guess I'm reading here the official statement on him is that Ekblad took part in Panthers morning skate on Tuesday, but hasn't played since March 18th due to a lower body injury. He has scored a career high 57 points this season, recording 15 goals, 42 assists and 61 games. So your team, the Florida Panthers, I mean, they kind of have it going on all cylinders. You know, I had to kind of dig for weaknesses on this team, to be honest with you, because there's not a lot of them. I mean, I, I think that there's a couple weaknesses in, in the armor, and that's a little bit on defense and a bit on net minding. But I don't think any major glaring uh, causes of concern there. And I think that uh, you guys will be in a position to do well. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about what are our predictions on the series between the Panthers and the Capitals. I know the Capitals are the underdogs. We'll talk about that. But first, summer is coming, and with summer, you've got to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags and your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so they are fueled for summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious no matter 
No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that Built Bars, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried Built Puffs Bars? If you if you haven't, you're going to go crazy for them. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like churro and they're only 140 calories? Sign me up. Built Bars make sure that there is something for every, everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? That is the churro flavor. I, I can't eat enough of those. And you know, when it comes to the this New Year's resolution I made to eat better, that's why I love Built Bars. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 300 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com to get all the flavors, banana cream pie, raspberry donut, double chocolate, and so many more. They are so delicious and uh, so many flavors. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, in this final segment here, we are going to talk about our predictions about the Panthers and the Capitals. I know on paper, it seems like the Panthers are a sure winner. Um, so... Asking you your predictions on this series. How do you think it will go, Armando? It's time. It, it's it's time for the Florida Panthers to break their drought. It is. Um, it's been a long twenty six years. This has been plenty of moves since Bill Zito has taken over to build the complementary pieces around the Ekblads, the Barkoffs, the Huberdos bringing in Sergei Bobrovsky at 10 million a year, even though that was the former GM, but now putting the pieces around, I'm going to say Panthers in six. Um, they, um, they find adversity early. Washington steals one. I don't know which one, but the Panthers then steal one in Washington. And then they win the next two to finish off the series in six. Um, so I'm going to say Panthers in six, and um, they will be advancing to the second round to face either Tampa or Toronto. Which one of those teams would you like to see them face? Uh, I would like to see Toronto as far as the matchup for the Panthers, but I don't I don't trust the Maple Leafs. I don't think they'll get out of that series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I think it's going to be another battle of Florida. Yeah, that would be kind of very uh, exciting for uh, all the Florida fans down there. Um, so my predictions on the Capitals is I think it's going to go to seven games, but I think that the Capitals will do it. They have a pedigree of winning. Uh, it's pretty much the same nucleus as it was in 2018. I know that it's uh, some different netminders in there, but the three keys to success is the road, uh, playing on the road this year. The Washington Capitals have actually played better on the road than they have at home uncharacteristically near NHL 500 on home ice with 1916 and six and on the road is when they play better. They're 25, 10 and six. So as strange as it sounds, I'm kind of happy that they're playing uh, in Florida to start this series off here, but, and then goaltending needs to be rock solid. As we talked about in an earlier segment, Vanacek is less than spectacular of the tandem, less likely to make the highlight saves, but more likely to not allow a ser series altering Saf, uh, soft goal. 
So that is the key to success. The second one is net mining. And I mean, that doesn't come to any surprise in the Washington area. It's been something that I've talked about in my podcast the entire season is that they've just had uh, such rough luck uh, in net mining. So they need one of those net miners to catch fire. So then the third part here is Ovechkin leading the defense. Ovechkin should be back for game one. Again, it seems like it is, but they don't want to show their cards. And Washington will need a significant offense from the 50-goal scorer who played a big role in the three regular season meetings between the Capitals this season. So uh, Armando, we do have a little bit of history here with the Capitals. The Capitals have played uh, the, Panther, the Panthers this year. The season, the Capitals went 1-1-1 one, one, and one against the Panthers. All three games were decided by one goals with Washington winning 4-3 on November 26th at Capital One Arena, dropping a 5-4 decision in overtime on November 4th in Florida and losing 5-4 on November 30th in Florida. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, I know you can't really judge a team based on the regular season because let's face it, once you go to the postseason, all these teams have a different gear. It's almost it's almost undescribable. All of a sudden the physical game shows up and you're like, where were these guys the rest of the season? So what, what, what is your thoughts on the Panthers? What is their keys to success to beat the Capitals? Like I've said in the, earlier in this podcast, you guys are stacked in net. You, you're stacked in scoring. And now with Ekblad back, it seems like he kind of solidified that defense or he's uh, supposed to be back. I guess we'll see on Tuesday night. What are your thoughts? Uh, just continue to score um, at, at will as best as you can. Um, Power play is now at, um, they finished in the top five in power play percentage after being as low as 24 in December, just continuing to have that play. And of course the goaltending and staying out of the box for Ovechkin, that was, that's really what's going to help the Panthers. So um, that's going to have them avoid this being a long series. So just taking a look at the other teams in the league, who, I mean, what other games are you watching? I mean, are, is there any other series out there that uh, kind of catch your eye and that, you, that you're interested in? I'm going to, I want to see Penguins, um, Rangers and see what that's about. Um, especially with, uh, DeSmith being the starter, um, as well as Hurricanes and Bruins who have playoff history against one another in back-to-back years, um, at one point. So seeing how, um, how does Carolina respond after losing twice to Boston as well? And of course, the division of um, Toronto, who hasn't won since 04, and then against the back-to-back champions, um, Tampa Bay Lightning. So everything in the East is interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much must-see TV on all these games. I like the Minnesota-St. Louis one. I also like Colorado playing. I mean, some of these teams, it seemed like they were untouchable. The Capitals ended up picking up a win and beating the Colorado Avalanche. So there's so many different fun games, and it's going to be a great series and uh, it, it remains to be seen what happens in this Florida Capitals series, but uh, it will be great games, that's for sure. Mm, that's for sure, and I'm excited to to I'm excited to uh, definitely watch this series and see where this goes. All right, it's been great talking with you, Armando, and maybe we'll uh, catch up here later in the series. Absolutely, and tell tell everyone on on my feed where they can find you and your work. All right. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find Locked On Capitals. It's at Locked On Caps. And Armando, where can Capitals fans find your work online? They can find me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And they can find Locked On Panthers anywhere they listen to podcasts. So, All right. They, thank you so much, Dan, and hope to be in contact with you soon. 
All right. It's been uh, great talking with you. Thank you.